0: So in this episode, we're going to talk about the most important thing happening in my life. Okay? this is more important. This is more critical. This is more urgent than anything else we could possibly discuss. And the topic is, why the crap is this convenience store that I go to such a disaster every stinking time I walk in? Why every time? Like, there's no straws. The, the place is a mess. The floor is disgusting. The people behind the counter are like, oh, like, did you want to check out? Anyway, <laughs> obviously, I'm, I'm being uh, sarcastic, but actually not completely. So I want to dig into why it's that way. There are two things that are happening that cause that place, like, and it could be a restaurant. It could be your gym. It could be, it could be, Um, it could be any place why is one so consistently bad at the customer experience and one off the charts good there are two reasons we'll talk about it in this episode leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe i'm russ hill i help build leaders and this is the culture hacks podcast Welcome into the Culture Hacks Podcast. I'm Russ Hill. Yep, this is the show, the podcast, where we talk about the things that are <laughs> that are most important, like convenience store cleanliness, right? Man, when I go to get my 77-ounce Dr. Pepper, if that place ain't clean, life ain't good. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, what else is important? And the really sad thing, and I shouldn't acknowledge this, because I... I acknowledge way too many things in these podcast episodes and people make fun of me afterwards, especially friends or people who I work with or, or connect with. Um, but my favorite time to go to the, (laughs) this is so bad. My favorite time to go to the convenience store. When do you think that is like, if, if you were to track my time, when do I typically stop at a convenience store? Because seriously, my weakness is the fountain drink, Dr. Pepper. That and what the crud are these? I just bought them. Sweet tart ropes. Oh my gosh. Crack cocaine. Right there. They should be illegal. Like we're making marijuana illegal, but why aren't we making sweet tart ropes illegal? You know what I'm saying? Um, But anyway, uh, my favorite time to go to the the, um, convenience store is right after the gym. Is that not the dumbest thing ever? Like you just went and worked out. Spent an hour at the gym just like like demolishing yourself barely can breathe sweat all over embarrassing the way you look and um and then my my favorite place to go is a convenience store now my theory on that is or my not my not my theory Um, i know why i do it oh (laughs) but um my my justification for it is that um hey i just i just burned off all those calories my metabolism is off the charts good and so if I'm gonna do this, it should happen right now, right? Um it'd be better if I didn't ever go and get a uh, a soda and like no one else in my family well, exception of one son everybody else in my family hates soda and they obviously got the dominant gene gene on that from my wife and uh, and and not mine and um, and then I'm candy i don't I don't love chocolate or I mean there there are some desserts I like, but man candy like especially gummy candy, anybody who knows me knows that's my weakness. okay, so um, conv- let's talk about why some locations, some businesses, some teams um, consistently have a terrible customer experience and others are off the charts consistently good. and it's it all comes down to the culture. I mean a hundred percent the culture, right? And, and let me, let me explain the two things that are, that, that, that lead to the difference. And, and I'll just, I'll give you the, I'll give you the, the headline on this and then kind of the punchline. And then I'll, and then I'll fill in the color. The two things are key results and guiding principles, cultural beliefs, cultural behaviors, whatever. Those are the two things. Now, let me explain. So there are two dominant convenience stores, two big convenience store chains in the Phoenix area. I should I should know way less about this, you all. But I do know a lot about it. And uh, it's because of my, my uh, shopping habits. Circle K and uh, QT, which stands for Quick Trip. And some of you have some of those chains in your area. Some of you don't know anything about it. So I'm going to give you 30 seconds on them. Circle K um, is a successful, massively... Uh, whatever um, chain, it's everywhere, right across across the nation, and um, and and so that's Circle K. You probably all know most of you, at least if you're in in the United States, you know Circle K. Quick Trip or QT is only in some states, and QT um, prides itself on uh, well, the name of the the place should tell you Quick Trip. They're all about in and out. And and great customer service. So if you walk in and you're trying to check out with some nachos or one of their big old soft pretzels that are to die for, or you're getting a coffee or a fountain drink or whatever the crud you're getting, a lottery ticket, whatever people buy at the convenience stores. Um, And if you're doing that and, and there are, like, two people in front of you in line, they, like, go into tornado mode. Like, oh, my gosh, the end of the world's coming. Everyone to the front, all hands on deck because there are two people waiting in line. They are all about get people in and get them out. Circle K, oh, oh and Quick Trip, like there's constantly people cleaning up, wiping down the counters, cleaning the floor, like nonstop, and, they, and they've and they got multiple people, uh, they've got multiple people behind the counter and they've got people working throughout and they are always busy. Like I never see them just standing around, hanging out, just kind of whatever. Circle K, exact opposite. And there are good people, I'm sure, at both chains and good executives at both. But Circle K, it's like, hello, like there are seven of us in line and you all aren't even like acknowledging the fact that I barely had three seconds to stop by on my way to work and I need to get out of here. They think that you are on vacation and you've got a, like you could spend an hour and a half in here and that's that, you know, probably wouldn't be a problem. They get there in no rush at circle k and if they make eye contact with you that's amazing okay and i'm exaggerating a little bit on on that but but it's mostly true so why is it that way and and you could you could stretch this out to all kinds of other examples right why why is mcdonald's in so many places or pick your restaurant wendy's man it takes stinking forever to get through the drive-through at wendy's um mcdonald's you might need to show them Proof of like bank account statements if you want three ketchups. Like seriously, you, you've got to show them that you you probably need a cosigner on the loan that it's going <laughs> to require if you want another couple of ketchup packets. And yet at at um, at at Chick Fil A, man, it's like oh you want seven barbecues and three Polynesians and two Chick Fil A sauces? No problem, we're we're so happy to be able to give that to you. It's our pleasure, right? Again, I'm talking about the things that matter most, right? Ketchup packets and fountain drinks. Um, But the same thing's true at at a gym. Why does that gym have incredible customer service and the equipment's all clean and people are friendly and that one is like, oh my gosh, it like everything's breaking and they really could care less if you're coming in and just go down the line airlines, United Airlines versus Delta or Southwest. None of them are perfect. They all cause frustrating experiences, but consistently you do get better service with one than the other. Just go through the, uh, through the companies, right? Here are the two reasons, key results. Number one. So what do I mean by that? Chick-fil-A, what's the most important key result? In other words, on their strategy, when they build a restaurant, they open it up, they train the staff, they hire new people. What are they telling you? What do they train you on? What do they talk about in their huddles, in their meetings? What is, the, What are the three or four most important metrics to that company? At Chick-fil-A, it's customer service, without a doubt. It's customer service and wait times, right? You don't need to be an expert. You don't have to have studied them like I have. You don't have to have done interviews and spent time on the phone um, or meeting in person with their executives or former executives to know that. I've done all that research. You don't have to. And it's just those are the key results there. So quick trip. What do you think their number one key result is customer satisfaction and time in, in, the, in the location? Do you think those are the top key results at Circle K with no stinking way they are? Not at all. In fact, I don't even think they train employees at Circle K on key results. They hire them for activity, right? A lot of companies do this. You might do it. You hire people for activity. Hey, we need you to go sell this. Hey, we need you to go manage that. Hey, we need you to go take care of this. You hire me for activity. And so that's all I concern myself with. Okay, oh, my job here at this convenience store is just to check people out? Okay, well, I can do that. No, 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 no. Your job is to check them out in less than 30 seconds. Your job is to make sure there's never more than two people in line. Your job is to make eye contact and you're gonna be rated on this. You're gonna be, this is what we're gonna score you on. This is what promotions are based upon, all of that. So the key results. You can always tell, just write this down, just memorize it, know it in your mind, I'm exaggerating here, but you can always tell what a company, what a team, what a location, what a manager is measuring by your experience as a customer, period. It's just a fact. You know what they're measuring. You know what they're training people on. You know what they're hiring people on. And at Chick-fil-A, Southwest Airlines, Amazon, go through the list. Apple, you know you go to a retail location. It's customer satisfaction is one of the top things. They're training people on it. They're hiring based on it, and they're they're evaluating locations on it. and and that is the most, if not the most, one of the top three key results for that location. So you want to improve the customer experience? You want to improve the culture. You want to improve the interaction that the customer has with you. You make, you you look at your three or four key results. You evaluate whether or not you're training new hires on it. You evaluate how often you're talking about it in meetings. You evaluate, you look at how often you're putting that in emails and in phone calls and in one-on-ones and employee evaluations and everything else. How often are you talking about those two, three, four key results? And what are those top key results and are you measuring them is there a metric for where you are now and where you want to be right so that's the number one thing i can tell what quick trip is measuring a location on and an employee on and i can tell what circle k is measuring i can tell what mcdonald's is is measuring or gauging people on and promoting them based on and what chick-fil-a is i can tell just go through the list that's the very most important thing when you think about customer experience and 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 the culture of an organization. So that's huge, okay? And then the second one is cultural beliefs, guiding principles, leadership principles, whatever the crud you want to call them. If you've listened to this podcast on a regular basis, you know that I'm a huge champion of this. You've got to define the culture you want. So at Quick Trip, they define what the culture is that they want in a location. We are going, as employees, as as people who work at this organization, you need to treat the customer with, and then they define it. You need to make service or speed your number one thing. Like they've got three, four, five things. There's no question that they're training people on. They're consistently talking about their messaging to employees and teams on. They're, 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 they're hammering it into the heads of managers and supervisors and promoting people based on it. They, we need you to think and act this way. Same thing at Chick Fil A. We've defined three or four things. Same thing at Ritz Carlton. Same thing at just go through the list. I mean, Amazon, it's got a bunch of them. Um, you know, every organization that I've ever consulted or I coach with now, that's one of the first things we work on. What are your key results? And um, and that usually takes a little bit of time to make sure we got them right. And those aren't the same year after year after year. They they could be, but there might be an aspect of your culture or something in your strategy that causes you to change out one of the key results. And so in 2022, when it's almost time to start thinking about this, right? In fact, clients of mine are already starting to strategize, and especially the bigger uh, corporations, the Fortune 50 companies. The meetings have already begun on uh, 2022 planning, right? And so you look at that and you think, okay, what are our top three, four key results? And do we need to trade or change one of them out? Because we need to elevate this thing, whatever it might be, safety, customer satisfaction, employee engagement, uh, fill rate, quality, whatever it might be. We need to elevate that to be one of our our top key results that we're talking about the most. We're training people on, we're onboarding about, we're promoting based on because we need that to become a higher priority in our culture, okay? so. Um, back to the cultural beliefs, you define three, four, five ways you need people to think. And there's no question in my mind that Circle K is not doing that. So I walk into this location, always this location, something's missing. Not enough cups with the fountain drinks, the straws are out, the floor is like disgusting, boxes are everywhere. It doesn't matter what time of day I go in, it doesn't matter what day I go, what day of the week I go in. It, it, there is just a consistently bad customer experience at this location so i know man the managers the leaders here are not being evaluated on that and and um and they're not hiring based upon it and my guess is that circle k is paying way less than um quick trip is right and so um And maybe maybe that's their business model, right? Hey, we're we're not really going to care about the cleanliness of our locations. We're not really going to care about the speed. We're just going to have so many locations and do such volume that we're okay, where a quick trip is exactly the opposite. They're like, no, 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 no that is critical we're not going to have a location open and you're not going to survive as a manager or supervisor you will not fit into our culture here as an employee unless you will stay consistently busy you're willing to be friendly to customers as they come in you're gonna you're gonna watch the supply you're gonna make sure i mean it's just it's just so interesting key results what do you value most and where's customer experience in there And how often are you talking about it? What role does it have in onboarding? And then cultural beliefs or guiding principles, leadership principles, values, whatever you want to call them, Um, values with like a lowercase V, not like integrity and those timeless things that uh, are kind of vanilla when people hear them, but actually defining how you want people to think and act. If you don't have both of those things, um, then your culture is just managing itself. And uh, and you're not managing it. So the, the it's just kind of running and whatever happens, happens. And so I just thought about it today because I, I walked in there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this experience is so bad every single time. And it's because they're not managing the culture. They they um, they don't care. They don't care about the customer experience. And it's pretty clear. OK, um, hope that helps you. I hope it's something to think about on your team. By the way, if you're in a company, you're mid-level manager, frontline supervisor, or head of a business unit, but you're not CEO, you're not in the C-suite, who cares? You can have all of these things for your team. doesn't matter what's coming down from the corporation on that. You can just decide, hey, I'm going to create this for my team. And if you own the company or you're one of the executives or you're on the leadership team or whatever it might be. Um, Man, I would strongly encourage you to dig into these things because it it has a profound effect and it it gets people aligned to where they're working on the customer experience in a way that becomes consistent and moves the business forward. So that's what's on my mind: fountain drinks and uh, and straw supply at convenience stores after working out. I hope you don't think too much less of me um, after some of those revelations in this podcast. Hey, just trying to keep it real. Hope you're all healthy. Hope you're doing well. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Are you getting my emails as well? Every week I'm writing an article designed to strengthen your ability to lead others. Are you seeing these? If you're not, join the more than 5,000 people who are reading them. They've subscribed for free. Just go to russhill.me. Start getting those weekly leadership articles at russhillmyname.me. At that site, by the way, you can also learn more about my online courses and coaching sprints if you've got interest in that as well. RussHill.me.